Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Final hour fist pump time on a hump day. Hump day. Here. You just going to sulk and not participate? I haven't fist pumped on, in, in weeks. Why? Because I knew where this football team was heading. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. I stopped fist pumping when the Cowboys gave up 600 yards on the grounds to the Bills. Sean Shreve, RJ <laughs> Choppy, uh, Bobby Belt. I was going to say our Cowboys insider, but, you know, too good for the show now. Uh, Peyton and Ryan in the back. We are live on the FanCam Twitch good for the show. and YouTube. It's a little, little fame. And, uh, a little fame? Now, a little too good. What? He, he's McCarthy. He's McCarthy depressed. He thinks David Moore has let it be known that this is happening, that the Mike McCarthy return is taking place after what David wrote last night. I think I think I just reflect the energy of a lot of fans today, which is yes. why? Yeah. Why what what would have caused you? If they would have lost eighty to nothing, would you have done anything? Probably not. If you weren't gonna do it there, what what's what's eighty? What's a hundred? Look, I, I didn't think going no. in there was a chance that they would move move on from him going into the playoffs. This th- that game changed a lot of things. It was like, okay, that make makes me think that they might. So I I uh, I, I would be. You're the perfect defense attorney. You come up with all the little loopholes in, uh, you know, the crooked loopholes in the system. Uh, so be Jerry's defense attorney here. If this happens, why? You're, you you come if, on. If, you're listening if, in the limo. Mm-hmm. You got the Miller lights in the back. You call in. Uh, Mike McCarthy's our coach. Damn it. Stomp, hand stomp. Don't have the Miller lights open, of course, in the car because that's that would be allowed. I think he's admitted to it in the car. (laughs) Jerry, why are you bringing Mike McCarthy back? Well, guys, uh, 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 no, it's um, I I guess I would say to that is I'm in the building every day. I see what the team, how they react to him, how they respond to him. People generally like him, and he wins games. And he had a bad day, and we're not going to judge off of one bad game. But, or that's or. And I would say, but Jerry, you brought him in to finish the job. Multiple opportunities have come up short in doing that, so it's not just one game. No, it's not. It's not. But I guess this is where the 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 sort of seesaw is of where is the bl- you know where is the blame? Yeah, you know, is it on the players? Is it on the quarterback? Is it on the coach? Is it on the GM? Jerry's never going to blame himself. Right. That's why Jerry always. I am fully. I, I I fully believe that we as a media, not just us, but the whole media, completely overrate the talent on this football team because Jerry props up the talent on this football team. 
You think that we we only believe what we believe about the team because of no, Jerry saying No, they it? generally have good players. Yeah, they're 12 and 5. They have a top year. 5 yeah. roster. They do. They have good players. Problem is is that I, I think that they don't believe in positional value the way they should. So they have good players in the wrong position, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, look, they're not they're not as good as San Francisco. They lose to them. They were better than Green Bay, but their quarterback wasn't better on this day. That was a problem, right? You know, they they so that that was a major issue. They lose to San Francisco two years ago. Well, they weren't as good as San Fran. They beat Tampa last year. Well, uh, my, my handicapper buddy said Tampa was literally the worst playoff team in the history of their power rankings. They go back to 1989. <laughs> and that was only because that was last year because they, they clearly didn't see the Cowboys this year. <laughs> oh, so you said the Cowboys were the I'm worst? i that, yeah. That, no. that team that went no, no, on the field no. Sunday the, was. Going into the playoffs. Like, this Tampa team was actually better going into the playoffs than that Tampa team. Like, they were, they were so bad. Um, you know, look, I, I, can't, I can't explain... Look. Why he would keep him in the same regard that you can't really explain why a lot of coaches are kept or fired or quarterbacks are kept or not. Look, like, like let's say I hope he's not being cheap, by the way. I really he is don't. being cheap. I really, no, 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 I, no, no, I, I really hope after all this talk about writing a check, you wouldn't believe it. Uh, I, I've, I've seen one. I've seen one media person or two out there saying it's, no, he don't it, like to pay. He don't like to pay empty money it, to coaches. It is. Not, it's not even empty money. It's not even that. I hope that's he not would the case. not bring Bill Belichick. If Bill Belichick said, "I'm gonna," I've been making twenty five million dollars a year in New England. That's my salary. He's not bringing him in. That that is that is that is a fact. He's not paying twenty five million. He wouldn't bring Sean Payton in. Well, we do that compensation. Yeah, the compensation, but also the salary. He's not. Jerry does not do that. He does not pay the coach. Yeah. Well, that's not pet. That's not backing up what you said about paying anything and spending anything to do it. That's not backing up what you no. what you say on your on your football documentary. Who is con- who is considered the greatest modern head coach in the NFL? Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. He is free. He is available. They didn't even hold anybody hostage for trade value. They just let him go. If you want to go get him, Jerry told us this is the most vulnerable the road to the Super Bowl has been that he can remember. In forever. He talked about how the differences and how this is the best prepared this team has ever been. They get the miracle of winning the division. They get the home field. It's set up for them. That coach is sitting out there. They lay an egg the way they do. And if you say run it back, yeah, then you're telling me that's there's no situation where you were going to change and you have made up in your mind. I don't care about the results. The results mean nothing to me. I've got a plan in mind of how it's going to go, and if it doesn't go that way, so be it. But I'm going to see it through to the end. Yeah, you're right. You're a- you're absolutely right. If uh, you were to if you were to assess the blame on the players, the coach, all that stuff for this game, for the game, yeah, just for just for this game. Well, I'm or always the season. I'm I mean, gonna, I'm, the season I, they won. I mean, I, I'm always going to start with the players. All right, yeah. I'm always going to start with the players. Um, they were soft. Dak was awful. A CD Lamb was complaining and crying. Uh, this defense was looked terrified to be within five yards of anyone, and that's just not Aaron Jones. We saw five yards of separation. That was the stat for the receivers. And then I'm going to blame the coaches. Uh, see, the thing that the thing I thought could have saved Mike and Dan if this if you told me the score was this was these game plans weren't a hundred and eighty degrees opposite of what made sense. But you got your ass kicked, and the both game plans will not save Dan. Dan's leaving anyway, we think. But save Mike. But, like, literally, if we 
wrote down on Friday everything that had to happen for us to be having this conversation, it happened. That's what's crazy. And um, I'm gonna I'm gonna blame the players first and the coaches, but I'm putting a I mean, I'll go 60-40. What, what was your point in asking that? I, I was just curious, like, you know, if if it's 90% players and 10% coaches, are we really gonna you know change out the coaches? Yeah, but you're changing out the coaches because if you're changing out the coaches and it's like a very minimal aspect right. of, of the reason they lost this game or yes. they didn't hit, then you're just making change for change. Sake. And 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 Wade with Dak having an MVP type season with Mike as his play caller and offensive mind. Jerry wants to be right about that. Yeah, like that. I, that you know, I, I don't know if he's capable of weighing that objectively. He, he wants to be able to say, we got rid of Kellen Moore. We got rid of the Wiz kid, Mike McCarthy. Jerry went out of his way to keep talking about how hard Mike works. He knows the storylines of the massages in Green Bay. He knows the storylines of Kellen Moore being the Wiz kid. He wants Mike to be praised, and he wants to be right. That's a humongous part of this, too. That's a humongous part of this, and Bassett has said it over and over and over again. He'd rather lose like this every year than hire Bill Belichick and win it because Bill put them over the top. And I have a hard time fighting that thought and statement if he brings Mike back. That is sad. That's sad. It's disheartening as a fan. It, it, it punches you right in the gut and removes and sucks away your hope that Jerry Jones's ego would possibly be that hurdle. That's not what an owner is supposed to do for the city for the state, for the fan base. If that's the case, I don't know if that's the case. I can't I can't answer that, but that's what this move would tell me if they bring Mike back. Here, here's the thing. When, when we talk about trying to assign blame for what you see or, or whatever else, this is the way that I look at it, is if you've got, you've got a family and you got six kids, right? And mm-hmm. one of these kids, as they like grow up into adulthood, one of these kids going up through the, the, their teenagers and everything else, is in and out of jail or has all these problems, whatever else, and the rest of the kids are fine. You look at it and go like, okay, there's got to be some responsibility. This kid does this. If all six of your children are screw-ups and getting into trouble, I think people start looking and going like, what the hell kind of a household are you running? Yeah. the hell's wrong with you guys? And so when everybody comes out in a playoff game like that and looks like that and has had that happen a couple different years now, you have to look and say, what kind of a house are you running over there? That's what it that's what it comes down to. It, yeah. yeah, players are responsible for what they do. But when it is an entire group of players, it's everybody from guy one to fifty-three, and some of them have more responsibility than others. And was Dak terrible? Yeah, Dak was terrible. Dak was everything LaShawn McCoy tried to say he was during the offseason. On that day, he was that. SS. But <laughs> when everybody looks like that, it's okay. Who's who's overseeing this? Yeah. They got they have to have a disciplinary come in. They just have to. Enough is enough. This this is this country club around here, um, and look, all my friends. I'm sure y'all got the same messages Sunday night and Monday morning from friends out of state, and they said, "How fast is McCarthy gone? Where, where's where's McCarthy's head gonna roll when Jerry chops it off?" And I wrote back to every single one, and they couldn't believe me. I said, "He has become quietly conservative." We know it in DFW around the trade deadline and free agency. He has become quietly conservative. We learned it during Jason, and it may be playing out again. Because this would be a very conservative move 
Now he would argue back. I don't want to start over. I don't want to start over the note. Uh, a new what? What? What's best for my timeline? Yeah. What's look, best for reason, my timeline? Is it keeping a program that's going to get twelve wins, and we try to change the postseason, or do I start over with a new regime, new culture, new way of doing things? And you can argue keeping things like this is better for Jerry's timeline. You could well, argue yeah, that. I mean, Jerry's timeline is, is is different. Look, when Jerry bought the team, uh, he was what early fifties, late forties. Um, that's a different world. He got rid of Landry. You know, if Jerry bought the team tomorrow, maybe he blows everything up and says, Zach's gone, McCarthy's gone, all these guys are gone, we're going to reset. Uh, because a lot, I mean, a lot of people would, would, would say that resetting a lot of things, a lot of times, is the way to go. The way to go forward is to move backwards. Jerry is, not in a, Jerry is acting like an owner of a New York sports team, refusing to rebuild. Inability to take a step back. You don't. Some people will have they have yeah. this entrepreneurial spirit and they want to go for broke and they've got a job that pays them a good salary. They can afford a house. They don't want to risk quitting that job, starting their own company, and being homeless for two years or living out of a uh, a small apartment for two years to get back to where they want to be to go forward. They don't want to do that. He doesn't want to do that at his age. He wants to stay where he is in a very safe neighborhood. Twelve and five is a hell of a place to be. Yeah, that's a hell of a safe neighborhood. And guess what? They'll be twelve and five next year. They will. Guess, no, no, no. They will be twelve and six next year. If they want to run this back the way they are, they'll be twelve and <laughs> well, yeah, six. Fair. But they're they're going to win twelve games. They're going to beat up on bad teams. They're going to you know be five hundred or worse against good teams. Yeah. We're going to be in the same position, and we're going to say this is a Super Bowl contender. If, and they never were. If they run this back, if they run it back, and you can include Dak in that Dak, like they run this all back new defensive coordinator because Dan Quinn goes, but largely this is McCarthy, the same staff, and the same core group of players. Don't we all feel confident sitting here today going, then it, nothing will change. It will be the same thing next year. This wasn't bad luck this year. It's not. It wasn't bad luck the last two years. Yeah. It will be the same result. You okay. will not win a Super Bowl next year if that's what you're going to do. Totally agree. And I, I'm stunned that he's willing to accept that. I and so, too. I mean, I and, and nothing's settled yet, but I'm stunned that's the direction it appears to be heading. By the way, uh, Mike Tomlin is telling his players he's going to return to the Steelers for next season. The Atlanta Falcons have not only interviewed Belichick, they have interviewed Jim Harbaugh as well. Uh, so Atlanta is going big game hunting, no doubt about it. And Mike Tomlin is going back. And Howard Eskin from Filthy says that Jeffrey Lurie and Bill Belichick is not going to happen. Uh, Jeffrey Lurie, not a fan. It's just not going to happen. Bill Belichick to the Eagles. So one by one, these teams are crossing themselves off the hoodie possible destination list. What is Nick Eatman hearing? We love having Nick on because he tells it like it is. Is he having the same feeling that we are, that Mike McCarthy is coming back? And the question of the day, y'all's Twitter responses are amazing. What is the Dallas Cowboys culture and what do they need? Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com, brought to you by the Windstar World Casino and Resort. Joining us as he does every hump day, hump day. here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Carpe Omnia, Nick. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, what's up, guys? What's your uh, What's your day looking like today? Pretty open, honestly. There's like nothing on my calendar, which is weird for a while. We don't have our podcast anymore or that, that are, uh, you know, daily. We turned it into weekly. So, yeah, I'm just trying to turn the page. I wasn't ready for it. I'll be honest with you, I wasn't ready to turn it this quickly. So how are you guys approaching or covering McCarthy Watch? I mean, for us, it's, it's you know, I mean, it, it, we're not, we don't have a website that, that, that can speculate that much. You know, we do have some opinions and stuff like that, but which we do on podcasts and things like that, some editorials. But, I mean, for us, we, you know, we got to, I mean, it's a wait-and-see approach for us, too. I mean, we're not going to sit here and have, you know, a hot board of, like, here's some candidates. You know I mean? I, I mean, we, we don't even know what's going to happen. We don't even know what Jerry's doing. So, I, we, 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 I mean, for us, it's a wait-and-see. Which has been – which which was the weirder week, this one so far or the week where Garrett hung around? Yeah, that, that one was weird, too, because, I mean, he – didn't have a contract, right? Or it was expiring, yep. if I remember correctly. So that one kind of th- that was kind of tricky too. But uh, I mean, this one this one's weird because there's so much you know speculation and you know the, you know there's gonna be so many changes and it's just it's funny you know to see you know you, you, the defense played like it did and and it's just kind of surprising and then you know Dan Quinn's interviewing with everybody in the NFL and you know so it's just kind of. You just know big changes are coming. They have to. They have to come. You just don't know exactly at, at what at what level. And for me, I go back and forth a little bit on the McCarthy thing. You know, I, I, I see I see both sides of it. I mean, I know there needs to be some changes, but, you know, I mean, I heard you guys this morning talking a little bit about, you know, Dak and Mike paired together, and, and I kind of see that too. So, um, I, I don't, you know, I don't have a lot of answers. I mean, I got a lot more questions than I have answers. And I'm sure you guys do too. Nick Eatman, DNM Leasing Hotline here on the fan. So my question of the day, and uh, it blew up all over social media. Everyone always wow. brings up, uh, you know, the term culture. It's bigger than anything on the field. It's the culture. You've covered this team for 20, 25 yeah. years. What, is, what does that phrase mean to you? The, the Dallas Cowboys culture is what? You're talking about right, right this second, like this year, this team, or just overall, like the culture of the team. I mean, because it does obviously changes. You're talking about right now, yeah, or or overall, what it stands for. You can give both answers if you want, or the one. Well, that... I mean, I, I mean, it, it stands. I mean, the the culture is is a. Uh, I mean, I, I'll say this. I mean, like when I interviewed Brandon Cooks the very first time he came into the building, he's never been in the in the the star before. 
and he looked around and, and he had just signed with the Cowboys and he said, you know, the one thing about this place you can see is they don't cut any corners. You know, this place is immaculate. It's unbelievable. And it's like a standard. Look at the stadium. Look at the star. Look at, you know, that's the kind of, that's the standard on, on the things that they do. And then obviously you expect that on the field as well. I mean, I heard the clip you guys played about Stephen with Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I, that was that was ridiculous for him to say that. I mean, I couldn't believe I mean, then again, you know, for, for anyone, for him to tell anyone Dak needs to shut up, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous for him to say that. But, you know, as a sports writer, you walk into a room after the game and, and you see five, six people talking. Nobody's got answers. You got one guy standing on the podium, though, you know, talking and saying, you know, giving the best, you know, recollection that he can. And then you want to tell people to shut up. You know, but but if it, but, but where's Micah Parsons? Where where are some of the other guys that didn't talk? You know what I mean? Like yeah. like we, we we sit there and talk bad about these guys for not talking, but when they do and they're honest about it and say I suck, then you need to you know shut up about it. I thought that was a ridiculous statement mm. by someone that that says you don't know anything about the culture, you don't know anything about winning Super Bowls. When who, who, does he? <laughs> I mean, only I mean, what does he know about the Cowboys other than reading in the books and reading in the papers? Dak knows the standard, knows the history. What I'm saying is, is the culture is you have to win. Even if you're not good enough to win, the Cowboys are always expected to win. This number of 27, 28, now 29 years, whatever, it's going to keep growing every time you don't. You know, nobody else, I don't see a number with anybody else like that. So the standard is you've got to figure out a way to win the Super Bowl. And, and the Cowboys get judged. You know, it's too bad. It's, it's too bad that some of these players have to deal with that. But that's the reality because that is the standard. So, you know, these guys aren't even 28, 29 years old, but they're dealing with the demons that are, are lasted this long. Nick Eatman joins us here on 105.3 The Fan. Is there, is there culture really different than anybody else's? Or I wouldn't know. It... I mean, I, I, I couldn't. There's no way, RJ, I can tell you that. I mean, because I really don't know. I don't, I've, I've never had another job in my life. So this is it. This is all I know. And I just I just know that, you know, I, you know, I, I do – just like you guys, you guys hear a lot from the fans. You know, this this year I've done a new podcast where I've I've got to be a little bit more connected with the fan base, and you know, you just kind of hear it and and you you feel the passion that they have, and they wanted to be excited about this because it looked different, and I, and I I don't mind saying that. I mean, it did. It felt this year felt different than some of the others. Didn't end differently, but it definitely well, it actually did in a way that I mean, it was even worse. I mean, we've never seen a playoff game like that. Where they just they just completely got manhandled, but you know, in a shocking way. When we all thought it would maybe it would be the Cowboys that would be doing that, and you know, so for it to be flipped like that just surprises everybody. Uh, Nick, I guess uh, since you're right, you, this is the only place you've worked. How does it differ from? Because I think we all repeatedly knew, like, like Jason Garrett used to just repeat all the time, like their process right. and their standard and the expectations, and like never too high, never too low. Just even. How does? I guess that how does the culture for you differ in these four years under McCarthy than the decade that we experienced with Garrett? What are the differences there? I think, I think the biggest difference is that Jason was very, very level. Like you said, high, low is always, how are we doing guys, whatever. And, 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 but that, you know, he looked exactly the same every time he wore the same, his haircut was the same for 10 years. I mean, he's the same. Everything was exactly the same. And I think that there's some good with that, you know, and, and his message, it didn't like it. it it's not like it didn't work. I think it just got, it got kind of old after time. Um, and, and I think for McCarthy, I think he goes a little bit more on feel. Sometimes he, he wants it. Sometimes he does this. Sometimes he's going to do this. Sometimes 
you know, we're, we're going to practice the guys like this this week. Sometimes we're going to take the ball to start the game. Sometimes we're going to, you know, we're going we're gonna to play this defense. I mean, I think he does it a little bit more. I don't think there's a rhyme or reason. I don't think there's a book handed down that he kind of goes by. Um, and then so sometimes when you, when you do that, it, you know, it, when you're going off a field, sometimes it feels good, sometimes it doesn't, you know. And, and I just think that he's a little bit more – go with the flow is probably not the right term, but it's just, it's just more about you, you can't – there's just not one way to do it. And I think with, with Garrett is a little bit more particular about everything with a process and, and the rules by it. And with McCarthy, he, he kind of goes with more of a, of a, of a feel type thing. Nick Eman, DallasCowboys.com, every single Monday, Wednesday, Friday here on 105.3 The Fan. What does this roster need? Be, be, be Will McClay, and uh, let, let's, let's sit down in the meeting room. What do, we, what, what, what do they need to add? I think, I think they need to be a bigger, tougher team, and I felt like we talked about this two years ago, but I think, you know, they don't have those guys that that are I mean when when I look at the team I think I think that they're undersized to just about every position you know they don't have the big strong we don't see an AJ Brown type guy busting out of his uniform here the receivers are kind of thin I'm not, I mean they're they're good I'm not saying they're not but you know I mean look at CD look at Cooks look at Gallup look at Tolbert I mean look at look just look at the receivers look at the running back the running back's undersized you know the center looks undersized the linebackers are definitely undersized you, you, you know, Micah Parsons, as great as he is as a pass rusher, if they try to run at it, he's still somewhat undersized from a defensive end. Now, he's strong as an ox. Yes, yes. I'm just saying it just feels like they're, they're more undersized and trying to beat you with quickness than they are with, with you know, brute strength. Yeah. And you get into games where they get down and they're trying to come back in these games and they just don't, they don't have that. So I think, I think they need to be bigger and tougher. I think it starts on both lines. You know, and the sad part is, is they tried. They tried with Mozzie Smith. They said, all right, we're going to take this big, strong defensive tackle. We haven't taken a tackle in 30 years in the first round. We're going to take it. And he didn't help them this year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and so they're going to have to try again. But I think it's an offensive line, defensive line is kind of where it starts. Yeah, they're, like, they're, they're bullies, right? The defense is they, they play yeah. well from ahead. They don't play well when they're losing. And I don't know that's a fundamental issue. I, I like your point about the, these guys being undersized. But there's no doubt that that's a telling set they showed. T- they, they score first or ten and zero, and when they don't, they're now two and six. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I honestly had not seen that stat, but but that's wow, you know. And, and that's and that's why you know I think sometimes McCarthy did kind of go back and forth on that, take the ball at times, and and you know defer at other times, and um and and, and I'll say this too, and I and I, you know, I really like. I mean, I think Zach Martin's one of the best guys that, that we've ever had here. You know, you know, on the team and. And, and Tyler Smith, I think, is going to be a great player, too. But, you know, and I, I think it begs the question. I mean, if you've got two all-pro guards, first team and second team, but you can't run the ball better than that, you know, is it just the center? Is it, is it you know, what is it with the run block? Is it the running backs? I mean, whatever it is, but you see three Pro Bowl guys or, or, or all-pro guys on the line, and, and when Tyler, I mean, Tyron Smith as well, and, and you can't run the football. I mean, I, something, something doesn't add up there. That, that, that's got to change. Uh, and I get it. Sometimes it's a popularity contest with the, with the voting and stuff like that. But, but I'm just saying, like, like this offensive line has got to be better. This isn't one that it has. You can't just say, well, they got three, three all pros. I mean, they didn't always play that way when they're when they're trying to run the ball when they, they need to get a, a, you know, get down in the red zone and, and run the ball in. 
it didn't always work. And I think that's something that just has to be fixed. Nick, uh, you know, we, we've talked a lot about the futures of McCarthy and Dan Quinn. If you were a betting man, who do you think probably played their last game for the Cowboys on Sunday? Played? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, that's a, that's a tough one. I mean, because those defensive guys, you know, I, I, I – when when you think of when you think of Dan Quinn probably leaving, I think of some of those guys going you know with him. Um, I, I could see again. I mean this this is this is tough for me because I mean I I don't know what the Cowboys are trying to do, but I, I could see the the Armstrongs and the Fowlers of the world you know maybe looking uh, you know at where Dan Quinn is going. The Pollard Tony Pollard is interesting because I would be fine with Tony Pollard being in the role he had two years ago. You know, I mean, I, I, I listened to the, the former running backs coach, Skip Pete. I mean, he said it till you know, to anyone that was listening at camp that, that Tony Pollard is not a, a really a number one back. He's a number two back. And if you run him this way, he's going to look different. I think he would be fine. You know, it depends on the money and the role. But, I, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he comes back. Uh, but it would have to be, you know, like a different role and maybe a different back in here as well. Um, and then the big question, too, is Tyron Smith. You know, and, and that's on him. He's going to have to – probably decide what he wants to do. I, you know, this might be a time for the Cowboys to kind of cut bait, but it's hard when, when you're talking about a player when he's healthy. And I believe he missed three games, maybe four this year, but it's about the same as Tyler Smith. But, but I mean, if you, if you just think about when he's healthy, he was still really, really good. And, uh, you know, that, that, that's, a, that's tough to kind of let go of, but it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, just all things considered, if, if, you know, if he moves on, but again, that's a decision he'll have to make. Well, look, we're going to give you some time off. Okay. And, uh, good because I don't know if I answered any question you asked. Well, me very well. I want to say, <laughs> I, I want to say, and, and it's a, uh, I'm speaking, this is Sean Omar Sharif. Uh, I, you know, the NFL rules on the websites and all that stuff is stupid and freaking dumb in my opinion, but it does for all the listeners that don't know, it does prevent these guys and girls from saying some things that should just be common sense sports talk in terms yeah. of, oh, they're under contract and it's tamp. Like Nick Eatman could be guilty of tampering with another play on another team. It's freaking moronic. But you do right. as good a job possible of saying what you can. You do give the strong opinions. That's why we wanted to have you on today. And we I appreciate, appreciate you uh, throughout the entire season. And uh, it, there might not be any new storylines if Mike comes back, but I'll uh, – I'll still get your next beers in Oxnard. So thank you, brother. Right, yeah, yeah. Hit me up whenever you can. We'll we'll be covering this stuff. We'll be we'll be on the road doing some. We'll be at Senior Bowl Combine and things like that. So if you ever need anything, we'll be. Hopefully, we'll be that there in, in the middle of the action. But All right, brother. I appreciate you guys. Thank you, man. Right. Nick Eatman, the man uh, from DallasCowboys.com, brought to you by WinStar. Let's cross talk with the KMC masterpiece. Let's see if Bassett talks to me after my Dak Prescott endorsement for an extension <laughs> and a raise. Next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Let's cross-talk with the KMC Masterpiece with Kevin Hagelin, Mike Basick, and Corey Majors. What is coming up? Uh, guys, at 11 o'clock, Mike asks all the football questions. At 11.40, former national champion and current coach of the Arlington team Renegades, mm. Bob Stoops. Ah, the football team in Arlington that tries. The in Supers. studio. The in Supers. studio. Yeah, this is exciting. <laughs> what time? Uh, 11.40. Ooh. A team that tries in Arlington. A football team. Best professional football coach in the Metroplex. They have a championship. <laughs> they do. Dude, this team went 12-5. and five. They have a Hall of Fame general manager, and he's been a Hall of Fame general manager for a decade now, or close no. to. No. What, what like five or it? six years. I don't know. Oh, it was, was before like he COVID. Went, when it was he before went, the 17 season. When he went into the Hall? Was that's it? When he got, that's when he got elected. Yeah. It was before the 17 Heck season. yeah. What is this, fifth year, sixth? Sixth year. And you name is- me another general manager with three Super Bowl titles that's running that's running the show right now. <laughs> Bill Belichick. No, that's what he would say right now, like about him being the GM. He'd be like, How many openings are there around the league? Look at the chaos. How he would he knows he knows the three or four or five GMs who have been run. And he would say we could be that same exact thing as well. I'm not making a hey. An opinion on the general manager? I'm just telling you what he would say. I, I, I'll tell you this. I'll We're in this. great shape. I would ask Jerry, general manager, how was, did you how did you win your what did you do to win your first title? How'd you win your titles? Traded Herschel Walker. Took a quarterback first overall. I mean, I think well, yes, had, you, I, I think I think that nineties dynasty that nineties dynasty went deeper than just it did. They oh, picked sure. No, I know. <laughs> and they, they, they had to tank to get all those picks. And say what you want, roster wise, they're they're basically a twelve-win team every year. That is a good mm-hmm. roster. It is. It is. A, that is yeah. a good team. Hmm. I just had to throw that in there. So they what are you missing? If your lucky. roster's good, what could you possibly be missing? Every could be year. your quarterback. Could Better be your coach. They're missing nothing. Just unlucky, dude. <laughs> guys, <laughs> Mike Brown. Mike Brown's been the GM of the Bengals since '91. I mean, so that's fair. So like, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Did you see the David Moore article last night? Oh, no. What did he say? Oh, no. I want to change up the show a little bit. <sighs> I don't pay for Dallas Morning News. All right, you, you yeah, want, you want the last two paragraphs of 
David Moore's article last night. David Moore, you, you would agree that if he says something about the Cowboys, you're generally going to sit up and take notice that, oh, that might be something that's been sure. intimated. Uh, he says, McCarthy has one year left on his contract. So does Prescott, unless until his contract is addressed. This was dropped at 9 o'clock at night, by the way. A strong argument can be made that it's in the Cowboys' best interest to give these two one more year together before yes. moving on. That starts by letting McCarthy know he'll be back for a fifth season before the week is done. Yes. Fifth year, sixth. That you just said 12 and 5. Letting McCarthy know that he will be back before the end of the week. Yes. I mean, great. That, was a, that was a gut punch for me last night. You name another coach in Cowboys history in a three-year period who won 36 won 36 games. games. Yep. I mean, you Landry, name a coach. Landry only had four, 14-game seasons for half his career. Who oversaw three straight equally embarrassing finishes to a season like well, that. To be well, fair, equally, Bobby, this is the that's worst. never happened in the history of postseason NFL football. So. I'm with Sean. You extend everybody. Oh, my I God. I said I would extend and, 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 and pay Dak more. That was my Hell no. hot take in the expressway Why? today. Because he is going to finish second or third in MVP. And? And he, it's, I don't have confidence that you're going to go and get an MVP candidate to replace him. So you think that he's going to finish second and third the next three years? I don't know. Why not, though, Mike? Why you, wouldn't, why is it Mike, Mike, Mike McCarthy? Mike, 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 Mike. The same, Mike, Mike, Mike McCarthy Mike, Mike, Mike. has the same resume as Dak Prescott does. No, the Mike last McCarthy, three years. Mike McCarthy, every year that he's been here and going back to Green Bay has shown us the exact same type of coach that he is every single year. And he has won a Super Bowl. Whereas Dak, Dak, like you already, like Mike, we can go back and get like clips over the last couple months where you like acknowledge like Dak is a different player. So yeah. Dak is okay. a different player. So, in so, the regular so you're, season. But, I, no, but it's I'm a different a for, player As a this former year. professional player, season. if I know that a guy batted 330 with 50 home runs mm-hmm. on a consistent basis mm-hmm. for the last three years, but in the last three years in the playoffs, he is about three for 30 with zero home runs and 16 strikeouts. I know that that person changes when things are on the line. So now I have more confidence facing that person on October 2nd than I did on September 30th. And every team in the NFL now knows, and they've maybe known for a while, but we all really know now, you're not facing Dak Prescott in a regular season. You're facing him in a playoff game. And that guy craps his pants pretty damn good. Real quick, Bobby, because you had said, uh, and you you had said, and and I agree, Dak Uh had an elite year. Yeah. All right. I agree with that. Earlier today, you crapped on Matt Ryan, who had the exact same elite oh, year at the exact yeah. same time that Dak did. I did. But you dismissed Matt Ryan's career and basically called that a one year off. No, 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 no. Now you're not gonna you're not gonna right, set up that, a fake maybe, maybe, effing maybe argument. I, maybe here, I misheard. John. No, 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 no. You, no. Said you didn't. You didn't mishear. You you created out of thin air something right. I never said. I, in fact, I said specifically Dak had a better year this year than Matt Ryan ever did in any year of his See, career. Okay, well, like I mean, that's fine. Say it's inaccurate. Don't create a talking point that doesn't exist. All right, but okay, but yeah, why, 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 why do you? Why would you think I don't that Dax is not Trade him. A... Cut Dak. Cut Dak. Do whatever the hell you want. Just shake something up with this stupid. How about this? Like, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. Tw- I'll keep Dak, but we're drafted a quarterback in the first. Keep round. whoever. Look, if you're telling me that the quarterback and the coach are linked to each other, get rid of the quarterback too, because the coach isn't going to get it done, and I don't care. That's why I traded for Trey Lance. No, yeah. stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Here every, we go. Oh every god. quarterback left. Oh my god. <laughs> every quarterback left is a first round pick except for Purdy. That's not a coincidence. So, Kevin, to go back to you. Mm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Mike, I can't do this with I you. I love this. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Let's go, Cowboys. So, I think you're just rooting for chaos. I think if we're having this Dak discussion in Frisco, wants. right? 
we do have to make the determination if the playoffs are just something that should override yes. the regular season. Yes. And do we take those four, you know, do we take four games in the in the regular season against the better teams, Miami, Buffalo, San Fran, and Green Bay? Is that enough for us to decide and say he just can't beat good enough teams? I'm worried about that being too small of a sample. Although, Mike, I know what he's going to say. He's going to say we have we have years of the playoffs, right? We yes. have really good San Francisco teams for two of the losses. Yep. We have the embarrassing, most frightening performance of them all from Dak this past Sunday. He was horrible. Awful. Awful. Uh, we got the Rams. We got Green Bay in the past. Like, we have to be sure now. We have to be sure that he's going to be Clayton Kershaw in the playoffs, as I heard Mike say yesterday. On KMC because we do have a regular season, I think MVP candidate. Although he might not do it again next year, we just need to make sure the schedule sets up where we play all crappy teams <laughs> and we keep them in all four quarters and let him extend leads from twenty to thirty-five at I'm, the end of the game. I'm not going to say that. I, I'm going to say in the playoffs, there's a there's a bunch of things that don't work, but he's one of them. And he's coming up on a deal. We broke this down yesterday is you can ride it out through the year and you're going to have to take a step back. That's a fact. And everybody who's like, you might not ever take that step forward. I agree. You're right. You might move on from Dak and never take that step forward. But if the step that you're stuck at is not good enough, what difference does it make? If you're trying to get to the top of this hill and you never, ever make it. Okay, so let's say you take a step back. Try a new approach. You still don't make it back to the top of the hill. So you weren't going to make it to the top of the hill before, so why not try a new path and hope it works out differently? Corey, you're an advocate for McCarthy returning? Uh, Yeah, sure. Let's let's rock this thing one more time. Okay. I, but I've also yeah. been an advocate of Dak not returning. That was, I mean, you remember whenever I said I didn't want Andy Dalton and I wanted to start fresh? If something went bad that year, in his contract season, wanted to start fresh with the young quarterback. That didn't happen. So that's that was when I, when I started that kind of push. And I'm still in that mindset of I haven't seen any progression. But he's going to finish top three MVP. Okay, playoffs. No, you're right. You're right. He it was, was an MVP f- type year. And I think he might finish second yeah. for MVP. But you hear intangible, intangible, intangible. Where was that on Sunday? Where okay. were all those intangibles for? These are people who will fight to the death for Dak Prescott, except on Sunday. What will it say to you guys if Jerry brings Mike back? What will it say about Jerry Jones? He doesn't have time for a bad time. Yeah, which that he thinks that he thinks that this team is in its in the best hands it's been in in a long time. That is that winning is a a, a key part, uh, winning in the regular season to getting to the playoffs. And that when you get to the playoffs, anything can happen. But you got to be there. You got to be there, and you can't be there without a good head coach. And he thinks he's a good head coach right now. Do they think? Are they sitting there asking questions to McClay and Quinn and everybody and saying, "Did we have the talent?" Yeah, that's something that I think is being discussed as well. Did we have the linebackers? We never invested in that. Did we have the running back? Did we have the offensive line? Do we have to retool all these things? And can Coach McCarthy? see that into its next phase. And I think they that Jerry believes that. I hear what you're saying. I'd extend Leighton Vander Esch and everything's solved. <laughs> no. Bobby, if it helps at all, I'm not an advocate of getting rid of Dak and bringing back Mike McCarthy. I think that's insanity. I just, change something. Just change something. I, 
Because, that- because if you don't change anything, I don't want to hear at the end of next year. I don't want to hear the 10 minute like press conference in front of the locker room about how heartbroken you are. Well, I, if they do change something, though, like let's say they change something, they go in the let's say they change it. They bring a new coach in um, and then they extend Dak and the same thing happens next year. Well, then you're stuck with a coach you might not want and a quarterback that you might not want at that point. There is nothing you can do about that quarterback's contract. I, right I, I understand you're going to you either have to blow the whole thing up or deal with the $60 million cap it and draft somebody like you're there's, there's it's a tough spot to be in. Bobby, you know, the league better than I do. I mean, I know he has a no trade clause, so he can say no to anything. If you put Dak on the market, would some of these teams with first round picks say we want Dak can oh, yeah. take the Raiders to 12 and five in a Super Bowl contender. Dak can take the Atlanta Falcons to 12 and five in a Super Bowl contender. Do those teams believe that? Yes. I, I, I mean, I, I like, like Denver would go trade for him, I would bet. Mm-hmm. Denver, Raiders, Raiders, like, yeah, they're absolutely and teams. That's what I want to do. No, RJ figured out a way to get six first round picks. Six? Listen, Great. You, got, you, got, you, 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 you trade Micah for two. Agreed. I saw this movie with Kevin Costner. Right, absolutely. <laughs> trade CD for two. That was a good movie. You was tra- it good? I thought people hated it. it draft was, day two. That movie I liked sucks. it. I liked it. I, I, I thought it was good. <laughs> it's one of those movies you can watch on an airplane and really nowhere else. Yeah. Because you're kind of stuck. <laughs> right. Uh, and there's a threat of death. So it's like, it's always just good. Oh, my. Um, so trade Micah for two, CD for two. Mm-hmm. Dak, you get two, maybe three. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. And now you completely restock your team and you're able to get a 1 1 quarterback. Okay. I see what you're doing. You create such a talented roster that when they fail under McCarthy, then you have absolutely nothing you can fall back on, and you'd have to fire. You trade the coach. You change the coach too. You change everybody out. Uh, but this, this team has shown a uh, a very high uh, consistency in terms of being able to target good players and draft them. But at the end of the day, I do believe you need a first round pick. If you take Tom Brady, it's I, a lot of work. Chop it is, but oh, if, since the year work for this, since the year two thousand, a lot of effort. Since the year two thousand, if you don't have a first round draft pick at quarterback, you only have a twenty percent chance of winning the Super Bowl. I'm taking Tom Brady. I take Tom Brady out of every statistical category. But he doesn't if, count. But what if my organization wants to have a hundred percent chance of fun and not putting in the work? Well, then uh-huh. whatever. But Jerry would sell before. RJ's scenario. I can see he would that. sell the franchise. Because then he didn't before. have any more stars. Where did, are my stars? Or giving up like a, a, a step back or a rebuild, he'd sell. Hey. He'd sell the team first. Mike, shut up. I like you, Choppy. <laughs> <laughs> what if Dak? Cosine. What if Dak Look said, I want to win. Bobby I want to win so bad, Bobby, <laughs> that I'm going to take a four-year, $80 million extension, 20 a year, because I need help. I'm not good enough at the number I make to carry a team. And that's okay. A lot of quarterbacks have proven that, and I'm one of them. So I am going to take $20 million a year and trust with the extra 30 to $40 million I'm not taking, you can get me all the help I need. Players Union won't allow that. Oh, they allow everything. Right, don't, don't, don't. Players Union will never say it. There's yeah. no such Brady thing as a Players it. Union in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. The no Players little. Union is ran by Roger Goodell. By the way, opening segment, great news for Rangers, Stars, and Mavs Danny fans. Darts, baby. Danny Darts. Not that. Danny Darts. The KMC Masterpiece. Here we go! <laughs> <laughs> oh, what up, the fan? Snap it. I got to throw it to the green team. <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 